Hi, I'm Christian Brindle, and welcome to the Everything Medicare Podcast. Everything Medicare Podcast Nation. Hey, this is Christian Brindle, wherever you are and however you might be listening to me today. Thank you so much for taking the time. And folks, this is episode 244 of the Everything Medicare Podcast. My name is Christian Brindle. If this is your first time tuning in, I'm your host. Every single week, me and my company bring you a podcast episode where we discuss your Medicare, your Medicaid, your Social Security, and everything that has to do with that golden age called retirement. Um, and folks, today we're going to be talking about networks, right? It's, it's, it's a very, very common thing for people to be afraid of something that they look at as a network when it comes to their Medicare health plan. What a network really is, is it's a list of providers, hospitals, doctors, providers overall, that you can see, and if a provider is not on that list, you either cannot see them or have dramatic limitations in seeing them. A lot of people are afraid of the terminology for a certain network type called an HMO. Now, keep this in perspective. When you get onto Medicare, there's two ways you can go with your Medicare. Medicare covers 80%, leaves 20% behind, does not give you drug coverage, dental, vision, hearing. We know this. We've beaten this into the ground on this platform but there's two ways you can go with your Medicare. You can either go with a Medicare supplement plan that fills in the 20% holes, pick up a drug plan, or you can um, pick up a Medicare Advantage plan to where you're essentially running your Medicare through a private insurance company is an easy way to think of it. And this private insurance company takes over. They're responsible for your claims and your bills. They get funded by the government um, in order to do so. And a lot of times those plans come with your medical, your prescriptions, your dental, vision, hearing all together. We've done so many episodes about both of these. I'm not going to get into too much detail on that. But today we're not going to be talking about Medicare supplements. Today we're going to be talking about HMOs. HMOs are a network type. What an HMO stands for is Health Maintenance Organization. And the HMO has quite a... um, uh, spectacular history in terms of limiting people dramatically in their particular health plan. HMOs have got a bad rap over the years. HMOs have a lot of um, preconceived notions from the way that the old HMOs used to operate in the 90s, in the early 2000s. Today, for most Medicare Advantage plans, not all, because there are some hybrids and different kind of plans available, but for most Medicare Advantage plans, you typically have either an HMO and a PPO. I'll briefly explain the differences. An HMO typically says for Medicare Advantage plan, here's your network. You have to stay in your network. There are some exceptions. Every Medicare Advantage plan is required to cover you in or out of network for an emergency room visit. Most of them, a good portion of them, I should say, will cover Instacare visits, urgent care visits in and out of network. A lot of them will cover um, ambulance 
interrouted network. It just depends on the plan, though. You got to make sure of this. And some HMOs have great big, humongous net networks to where you can essentially see any provider, or not any provider, but a large portion, 90 to 95% of the providers in your area. Some plans have itsy bitsy tiny networks where you have a very small, limited selection of providers that you can visit. And because of this, HMOs get a bad rep. And I'll break down exactly why. Um, but first, I need to explain a PPO, which is the flip side of things. A PPO stands for Preferred Provider Organization. What a, what a Preferred Provider Organization network type typically looks like is they say, okay, Mrs. Johnson, here's your network. You get the best deal going in network. If you choose to go out of network, we'll still cover you, just not quite as much. You pay a higher copay, larger cost share, a co-insurance particularly. It gives you more options. So based on that very brief explanation, you might think that the PPO is a better plan. And of course, if benefits are the same, if all things are considered equal, if all things are the same relatively, then I'd prefer a PPO network opposed to an HMO network myself. And however, there are some carriers, some insurance companies in our industry today that have HMO plans that have built-in travel benefits that allow you to move your coverage around from state to state to state. So the HMOs today, a lot of them have a lot more flexibility than they have in years past. This episode is to really put the notion that the HMO is awful and never a fit for someone to bed. Because it's just simply not true. There's also been the preconceived notion that with an HMO plan, you always must get a referral from your primary care doctor to see a specialist. Not always. There are plenty of HMO plans that I deal with on a day-to-day basis that don't require referrals to see a specialist. It's not a blanket statement. Some do. And if that's an issue for you when you're selecting a plan, you should um, take that into consideration and find out if that HMO plan does require that. But I'm going to talk about why you shouldn't just rule out an HMO if you're selecting a Medicare Advantage plan. Why a PPO plan is not always better. I'm not saying that PPOs are bad. That's not the point of this episode. But you should look at both. And keep in mind what both are and what they aren't. Let me start with this in today's episode. Luck favors the prepared. We've all heard this phrase over the course of our lives. Probably heard it many, many, many times over. And it might seem cliche, but I heard somebody very articulately point out to me um, over the last couple of months here that Something's cliche because you hear it all the time, right? That's really what we think of when we say something is cliche. You hear it over and over and over again. But if you're hearing it over and over and over again, there's probably a reason. It's probably because it's true. And so luck favors the prepared. What what I mean by this is if you're selecting your HMO plan, it's important for you to, number one, find out that your providers are in the network. Might sound simple, stupid, but you wouldn't believe how many people get thrust into a plan that don't cover any other doctors. I run into it every single year during open enrollment and in bunches. Uh, my company comes in, we clean up the mess. Um, and typically, they're people that call Joe Namath or called a commercial or something like that. And um, the person on the other end of the line just picked a plan out of their hat, didn't know anything about it, just threw them into it, didn't check their doctors, so on and so forth. 
That's typically what happens. Um, and we've done episodes about this prior. However, luck favors the prepared. I'll tell you a quick story. A couple nights ago before me actually recording this for you, um, I'll share with you my, my daughter, who is going to be two years old in a couple of weeks, we're getting ready to celebrate her second birthday. She's our first. She's our only child at this point in time. And any of you that have been parents, grandparents, know that with your first child, you always worry about everything, especially moms. <laughs> moms go into protective mode. They're, they're, they're mama bears. They have to. So our, do- my, my, our my daughter was taking a bath. My wife was watching her. She slipped in the bathtub, fell, hit her head. Um, my wife was extremely worried. Um, so we took her to the emergency room. We took her to a hospital known as, as Primary Children's Hospital in Salt Lake City. For those, for those of you who don't know, we live in Utah. Primary Children's Hospital is intertwined. I won't get into too much of the specifics, but Primary Children's Hospital is intertwined with the largest hospital system we have in Utah. And I have my daughter on a very, very good Obamacare plan. A very good Obamacare plan. It's probably one of the best ones that she can get. It's quite expensive, but it's an HMO. This hospital we went to, Primary Children's Hospital, is looked at as the premier hospital for kids in the area. And long story short, we took her in. She was fine. It was a false alarm. We've all done it as parents, but she has great insurance. So we're protected. We don't have to worry about taking my daughter to the emergency room we don't have to worry about taking her to the facility of our choosing because I did the due diligence ahead of time to make sure that the network of the HMO that I picked for my daughter coincides with what I feel like she's most likely going to need. She's got the providers I would want her to have. She's got the facilities in her network I'd want to take her to oppose something unexpected happen. And... This is what I mean with HMOs. Luck favors the prepared. This is how you can be prepared with an HMO. Understand what it is. Understand what it's not. If you are a person that is a snowbird, let's say. Let's say you have you live six months out of the year in one place, six months out of the year in the other. There's very few HMOs that are going to be very accommodating to that lifestyle. The way a Medicare Advantage plan works is the network type that it is designed for is going to be designed for that particular area where you bought it from, the resident area that you live in, whatever your driver's license says. So if you spend six months out of the year in Florida and six months out of the year in Salt Lake City, but you're a resident of Salt Lake City, you'd be getting a Salt Lake City plan. A Salt Lake City plan has a network built for Salt Lake City. And it doesn't have a network necessarily built for Florida. Now, people might say, well, Christian, why wouldn't we just get a PPO? It covers us in and out of network. The problem with that is, A PPO plan is going to have a lot in most cases, not all. There are some PPO plans that it's actually pretty competitive, so this isn't a blanket statement, but a lot of PPO plans are going to cost you quite substantially out of network, a lot of times 30 40% in most areas, which, do you want that? 30 40% of the bill? Higher max out of pocket than it would be in network? There are HMO plans, like I said, that don't require referrals. 
that give you more flexibility going in and out of network, that allow you to transfer the coverage around. The reason why someone might want an HMO opposed to a PPO, and of course, it's relative, because the plans are going to be different in all 50 states. And in some, in one part of your state, if you live in a large enough state, the plans might be different on one side of the state, might be different on the other side. California is a good example of this. Texas, Florida, states that are so large you could essentially squish three or four states together into them. You have different parts of the state that determine different plan availabilities and benefits. But it's common in many, many places. Again, not a blanket statement. But it's common in many, many places that HMO plans will have sometimes stronger benefits than a PPO. A PPO might have higher copays. Higher max out of pocket, less ancillary benefits like dental, vision, hearing. And if you pick the right HMO, let's say you pick one that has travel capabilities. Let's say you pick one that doesn't have a referral. Let's say you pick one that covers you in or out of network for ambulance visits, or urgent care visits. All of them have to cover you for emergency room visits. So if you just go somewhere for a week, you're not going to do anything planned in that small trip. It's only going to be the emergency. If you're anything like me, if I'm going somewhere for a week, I'm not going to use my insurance unless it's an emergency situation. And I have no choice. No choice. A lot of Advantage plans can accommodate what I just described. And if it's a, if it's a difference of having double your max out of pocket to get a PPO, opposed to getting an HMO, but you can check those boxes that I just described then that's not too bad. But you might miss out on that because you talk to someone that demonizes an HMO plan. Now, in that scenario I painted, wouldn't a Medicare supplement be better because it has no network? It works the same in all 50 states? Yes, it would, of course. That'd probably be the first thing I'd mention to that person. However, not everybody wants to pay the premium for a Medicare supplement. Not everybody can afford the premium for a Medicare supplement. And everybody has different needs. So when you're, when you're looking at Medicare Advantage plans network types. You have to understand what they are and what they aren't. But the HMOs that we see today are not as restrictive, are not as limited. Now, some are, don't get me wrong. There's certainly some that still are that, but they aren't all that way is what I'm trying to tell you. But they're not as limited or restricted in a lot of cases as they were in the 1990s, early 2000s. The HMO is a very colorful history. But you first have to be able to understand what it is and what it's not. And there are certainly many, many instances where, where I believe that an HMO is going to serve you best over a PPO, depending on what's available in your market. In my home market here in Salt Lake, I'll give it as an example. Our most popular plan is an HMO. No referrals, travel benefit built in, enter out of network for ER visits, Instacare visits, ambulance on the ground or in the air. And the travel benefit has over 40 states built in that you can transfer the coverage around. It just works like this. When you're there, you get a new, net, you get a new network for that area, and it's good up to nine months consecutively. And there's other care, insurance companies that have benefits that are kind of like that too. So that doesn't sound too bad, right? It's an HMO that has an incredibly low out-of-pocket, a monster hospital and doctor network here locally, low co-pays, good dental vision hearing benefits, in fact, some of the best. It checks many, many boxes for a lot of people. And I've seen plans that 
kind of hold that same ground in many areas and many markets, but sometimes people won't be open to them because somebody planted in their head, oh, an HMO is bad. Look at all the facts. Again, luck favors the prepared. If I had not taken the due diligence to check every little detail when I was doing my daughter's plan, I might have picked a plan that had the same benefits. Cheaper premium, but it didn't give the premier children's hospital in the area in the network. And I couldn't take my daughter there if she had an accident and slipped and fell and I have to take her to an inferior place. And I'm not in that situation because I was prepared. Preparation is key. Luck favors the prepared. Cliche, yes. But a lot of times, if someone says something's cliche, it probably means that it's true. Anyway, folks, um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune in. This was a topic that I felt like would be incredibly valuable to kind of dive into. This is my take. Everything has a place. Medicare supplements have a place. Medicare Advantage plans have a place. Medicare Advantage PPOs. Medicare Advantage HMOs. There's situations where there's going to be someone out there that it fits for everybody. Point blank. And blanket statements are not in my vocabulary. They're not something that I believe in throwing out there because I've seen too much in my career. started doing this when I was 20 years old. I've seen too much in my career to really... Um, ever rule out something almost completely, there are situations where a plan is going to be best for someone, even if it might not appear so for many other people. So just keep that in mind. Go into everything with an open mind. Look at all your options. It's going to help you make a good decision and throw out any preconceived notions that you've heard prior to that. And look at the facts and you're going to be better prepared and you're going to end up on a much better plan for it. Folks, um, thank you so much for taking the time to, to listen to this episode here today. And I just wanted to say that if you're on Medicare or you're about to be on Medicare, maybe you're listening for a loved one, you're trying to help them get their Medicare in order. Um, my office works with people in 39 states, I want to say, 39 states, almost 40. And we can help you. If you're watching this on YouTube, there's a list of the states we actually work with people down in the description. There's also a list of these states in the, the, the notes section of the podcast if you're listening to us on the podcast platform on maybe Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, um, Pandora. We're on so many websites at this point. But feel free to give us a call. Um, I would be more than happy to talk with you and give you a free no-obligation consultation. Again, we specialize in Medicare health plans. We carry all of the largest insurance companies that operate in the country for the most part. And we can help you find a really good option for our office numbers, 801-255-5340, 801-255-5340. And folks, if you're listening to this show and you've listened to it for some time and you've enjoyed it, do me a favor, really do me a favor. If you feel like this show's helped you, don't you think it should help more people? The way that it can do that is if you're watching on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, or if you're listening to us on the podcast 
forum, if you're listening to us on a platform that allows you to do so, leave us a five-star review and make a little comment about what you enjoy about the show. Helps us out so much. It helps us reach more people just like you who need to hear our message because nobody puts out as much transparent information as we do about Medicare. Very few, I should say. Again, no blanket statements. But folks, I really appreciate you taking the time to listen. Um, every single Monday we bring you a podcast. So if this is your first time listening, I hope you really enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe. And um, we'll be back next Monday. And I hope you have a great first week of May. Have a good one, folks. We'll be back next week. Take care.